0: Okay, welcome back to episode number 57. How is everybody doing?
1: Lockdown is over, right? Almost, kind of. Seems,
2: Easy.
0: seems like it is. Until, it seems like a second it. Wave.
1: I'm seeing so many people go to house parties.
0: I'm sure the rule says you can only have six people outdoor um, two meters, but it doesn't feel like people are following the rules anymore. Well, I don't think. I
2: don't think. I don't think government really cares. They want to kickstart the economy before it was health first, economy
0: second. Now it's economy first, health second. Yeah, exactly. P, how are you doing, man? You're looking tired, man. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is <laughs> it? the reality. Yeah, I'm, is good. Back I'm good. I'm good. 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 Um, um, no, no, I'm good.
1: Good. good. I'm good. I'm good.
3: I'm good. I just hope. Um, I just took a power nap before before this episode. Um, as much needed, so um, but yeah, good. Um, in terms of COVID being over, I'm not sure actually because um, I think I saw reports suggesting that Leicester, I think Leicester is a town, will be told to potentially go into their second lockdown in the fields of a second wave. So, um, let's see. I'm flying back to Basel, start of August, so I hope there is no second wave.
1: P, you booked your flights.
3: Yeah, just yesterday.
1: Okay. Right, cool. And did you get a return one or just straight single?
3: No, nah, single. One way. Right. One, way. one <laughs> way, baby. Direct.
1: <laughs> Olu, oh, how are you, How are you doing? I see you got a lot of... That plant seems to be getting bigger every couple of weeks. I'm starting to... I don't know, is that real or are you just buying a new fake plant every week? Where's the, where, where the children? That's what I want to know. <laughs>
0: The way you look tired, I'm not, I think they're a few years out the way you look tired
1: on the screen. No, I'm good. I'm good. I can't complain. I can't complain. So, this week's episode 57, we talk about post lockdown life. So, what does that mean? I think we've all been looking at the news. People are starting to go to the beach more, enjoy the weather. But, what does lockdown life look like? now that it's pretty much over for us all. And we'll be talking about the personal aspect in terms of are we changing the way that we socialize? Also thinking about travel, are we as a group going on more holidays or less holidays now and also with the family in some cases? And professionally, what does it look like for us now going back to work? Are we still continuing to work from home or are we having to now get back into that beautiful commuting life and back in the office? So with that, I will open up uh, the music and then we'll get straight into the episode. Boom. Take, off, take flight, we we never fly, but we're flying. right guys so lockdown it's been a topic that's been in the news a lot lately um mm. i've been here in uh stockholm pretty much the whole time so it's been a different experience for me than for you guys in the uk so let's start with you guys um what what does life look like now for you on a on a personal basis what what's anything big changed and how do you see the next couple of months for me there hasn't been much that has changed um Mm -hmm. in terms of
0: lockdown i'm still pretty much living my lifestyle the same as when it was announced not going to work um being responsible not traveling at this precise moment um i'll say my biggest change has been now i go on social distancing like picnics or um walks with my nephews um Mm -hmm. So I think that's the biggest change. But apart from that, I haven't had any visitors, gone to visit anyone. I've tried to follow the guidelines as as strict as possible, even though I don't, I personally feel like I'm young, I'm healthy. I don't feel like I'm part of that high risk bracket. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, I just don't believe that I'm missing out on anything out there at the mm-hmm. moment. Um, so, yeah.
1: So you know, you you mentioned your the family time with nephews and stuff. Are you still yeah. seeing your mum during this period, or are you staying away? So I'm stay. i would
0: go and we'll like talk from outside, or I'll mm. say, "Hey, let me collect. I'm gonna go and see my brother and my nephews. Is there anything you want me to take down? So I'll go and yeah. collect it. But we haven't since the lockdown period. We haven't sat in the same house and just wow. had a conversation. We've been Seriously? in the back garden. Wow. Yeah. So we've been in the back garden in terms of. It's quite good. I can enter our garden through the street. There's a door that allows us to enter the garden through the street. So we put out chairs and we just sat there and had a nice conversation. But we haven't really just sat
1: down in the same house mm. and just had a conversation. Man, nah, it seems like a completely different life to even six months ago. But... So, Daniel, Daniel, how's it been for, for you on a, on a personal basis? It's been
2: B-A-U. Business as usual. <laughs> um,
0: <laughs>
1: no, um... So you have been out and about?
0: What's business as you I, me?
2: I'm never around about it. that's the thing, it's been B A U.
0: Yeah, we been going to the cinema. Don't you remember the episode about Daniel's Friday night cinema visits? I love how much cinema
1: was
2: Okay, what now I did at home. Um what's what? So what's the question? What's changed or yeah, just from well, a, personal, from, a personal, from a personal standpoint, yeah. Because yeah. you've got other other areas. Mm, nothing much. I guess I've had more time to st- at home, usually weekends are usually busy. Um, people coming over, or me going out for functions, birthdays, or celebrations, whatever it might be. So, the last kind of four months have been very different, or three months have been different in that I've had more time to spend at home. Mm. One thing I did really miss was live sport, but as we know, that has yes. resumed for the remainder of the season. So, that's been something that's been a nice kind of change in um, my daily routine. Um, finishing work and being able to watch some live football. Um, but football apart from that,
0: back, if I'm honest,
2: sorry,
0: I wish the football didn't come back. Oh, really? <laughs> being, being an Arsenal fan, oh, It you... <laughs> 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 might as well just cancel the whole season. <laughs>
2: so, in that respect, it's um, that's what's changed. But the, the coming weeks, we'll see what happens. I'm still going to remain responsible, you know, whilst things are being lifted and eased. I'm not naive to just. Presume and assume that COVID has just ran, um radically disappeared. But you know, it's but, been nice that. But it's been nice the the, the sense of ease, and it's been nice. You know, we had the Timbo family come over. Uh, oh
1: yeah,
2: yeah. A couple.
3: I was, weekends second, ago. I was
1: thinking, uh, Pavilo's jawline looks a bit soft. So it makes <laughs> My sense. <brother>. listen, <laughs> trust
2: me. <laughs> an,
3: let me. It's it's an experience.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so that 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 was nice. Um, um, for 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 the company. Yeah. So that that's what's that's what's changed that's what's been
1: yeah. and is that slowly the last couple of weeks and probably moving forward Daniel do you see that happening more often where people like more people will start coming over maybe you'll start going to more people's places um
2: yeah i i, I guess so um slowly but also carefully the last time well i went to my parents on father's day uh, which was the first time i'd been um over since the whole start so that's um that was that was nice um but I've kind of enjoyed being home. Yeah. If I'm honest. It's been, it's just been nice to be
1: home. Is your mum still staying with you as well?
2: No, no. She she went back home in April, day okay. after my birthday. So it's been two months no, two, two months now, yeah.
1: Cool. Um and probably one last question, Daniel. Do you because before, would you say that you were at least from my impression, you were quite a sociable guy where you'd be organizing events functions with groups doing all of that is that something that you see yourself doing less moving forward
2: not really i wouldn't say so um only because even during this period i still kept in contact with friends via video calls and messages etc so i've kept the social element although it's not been meetups physically it's still been via you know via other means but going forward We'll see how that plays out. You know, sometimes I'm just tired. Sometimes I'm tired and I have to go out and I'm thinking I, re- I really wouldn't mind being home. I really yeah. would not mind being home. Um, but you know, it's still nice. And I guess seeing people after a long period would also be nice, uh, even if it's for the first few weeks before all the novelty wears off. At least it'll mm. be nice to reconnect with people.
1: And just to just to remind our listeners as well, Daniel, during this period, how much time have you been saving every day from your from your lack of commute? Three hours. Per, minimum day, right?
2: per day, right? So yeah. And you
1: were doing previously five days, right? Um, yeah. Five days in the office. In the office.
2: So that's 15 hours a week.
0: I'm
2: peaking a test for the skills that I've built.
0: Vilo's uh, Bilo. <laughs> question is, if those questions, what
3: have you learned in that 15 hours? What have you been spending that 15 hours Oh, Pete can attest. He can, he, he can <laughs> tell you. I can, <laughs> I, can, I can tell you. I can tell you. I can vouch for you. Pete can, br- can
1: probably show us if he stands up and takes his video. <laughs> 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 but, but, but on that, so Pete, how's it... Because how, in your case, it's quite a unique situation, right? Because obviously you're, you've are you been on paternity leave, which you spoke about in the last episode, and now you're in the process of transitioning back into work and also back to Switzerland. Yeah. Um. So how have the last couple of weeks in the UK gone and how yes
3: yes i I was actually trying to answer the (sighs) question more from a standpoint of now that things are slowly turning back to normal what would be the key changes in my personal life Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. so before i answer that one i guess what i've what i found in the last few weeks is i realized that a lot of this in terms of social distancing and if you apply or not is based on your trust with the person you're about to see Mm -hmm. so for example like we went to see Daniel and I don't necessarily know if we were applying the social distancing I didn't really remember saying okay Daniel you know stand two meters and you can see Karen from here right so I think so there was that so there was, was that carrying,
2: I was carrying a little the little king yeah I know <laughs> and I,
3: so I, I feel a couple of things I feel one that you tend to um your antennas are more raised around elderly people your own sort of younger generation and peers perhaps you don't necessarily apply the distancing so much. The other thing that, the other thing that sort of uh, happened, which was interesting, is that we um, got together as a group for for Toby's um, surprise birthday. And I, when we got together, I was thinking, okay, who's going to really apply a social distancing rules? And you guys just got back together, like, hey, hey, hugging, touching. Long time, Long time. So I think, I just think, um, I think as we started to sort of get, the last few weeks, people started to trust more that we could actually get a bit closer together. Um, but I do, what I will say, what is changing moving forward is I think like myself and Lauren, we asked them the question, what do we want to apply when we go to that particular gathering? Do we want to apply distancing or not? And who do we try to consider? So I think asking yourself the question around, um, are you going to apply distancing to a certain gathering? I think it will start to change moving forward. I think the second thing, um, I think just general hygiene, what I started to notice is that, um, It's not like we didn't wash our hands before, but now it's a lot more frequent, right? So you're washing your hands as soon as you come inside. You're washing packages um, from sort of food shopping or packages that have been delivered. Um, So I think that's something which has been a habit that's changed significantly as a result of coming out of COVID
2: or lockdown.
1: And I I guess, especially in your case, with with Karim, are you much because I mean, kids are kids, right? They're going to be running around. Sounds like he he was getting busy at Daniel's place as well. How how do you how do you how do you kind of keep how do you keep account of that? Because I guess if Karim's meeting up with, um, shout out Auntie Pearl Timbo, if she's meeting your mom, how how do you
3: kind of how do you look? To be honest with you, it's it's we 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 did the whole 14 days you know let let's sort of keep a certain distance and after that time we can then sort of get closer together mm-hmm. um my dad's traveled in from Germany so now we're actually applying a 14-day quarantine with him and mm-hmm. after by next week we can sort of get closer again so you're you're trying to I think it's an interesting one because in in your hearts of hearts you know look it's probably okay for him to sort of mix mm-hmm. with my mom and my dad but then you're trying to sort of respect some sort of distancing and yeah, yeah so it's it's um you're just a lot more conscious and a lot more aware. But to be, I, I'll be honest with you. I would actually say there's been a lot of, going back to the health standpoint and the hygiene, there's been a lot of benefits. I'll give you one example. Um, um, we went, we were at, went for a walk. Um, and after the walk, we, we got some ice cream. And that was the first time I actually approached the ice cream van where the guy, before he served us, was wiping down the entire area before he served us. And mm. I was thinking to myself, that should be a norm. That should be something you yes. should have been doing. So I think I think the hygiene standpoint um, and cleaning things down or washing your hands and cleaning packages, I think is actually going to be a, a good change coming out of this.
1: Mm. Yeah, I think just to, probably from, from my side, I mean, everyone's aware in the news how Sweden has taken a very different approach where it's kind of been business as usual, um, trying to go with a herd immunity tactic, but looking from the numbers, you could argue whether it actually worked or not. Um, but I think for me personally, the last couple of months i think we've spoken about in a previous episode being tied up into one location took a while to adjust for um but now slowly the last couple of weeks starting to socialize more with friends go out for dinners restaurants starting to get a bit more full um you can walk through a park here in the center of stockholm and you won't even think covid covid 19 is a thing so it's kind of business as usual but i think over the next couple of months we'll, we'll see but i have even noticed for me i'm someone who's quite social i like being around people even when I've been invited to things, I'm kind of being like Can I really be bothered to go? Or I'll give myself a reason to maybe not go. And that's something that I don't actually like starting to like that I'm starting to think like that. So I need to
2: I think that's it. what I'm saying. I think it's the, you're used to it. Say again. Would you say that's because you're used to it the last yeah, couple of months.
1: I'm used to it. I'm used to like instead of spending an evening going out at the, in, even on a weekday, it's like dinner or something. I'm used to just chilling in the evening, watching something on, on um, TV or reading a book or something like that, or doing some more work or something else. But it's not, it's not a habit that I like. That I'm yeah, but into. Yeah, it's
3: interesting. But I also think there's a, there's a big trust element that plays into it. Like mm. I, I, I feel like, I trust Daniel and, and Melissa. I trust yeah, yeah, my yeah. mom, my dad. I trust my brother. So I think that also plays a part in terms of if I'm going to see you or not. Mm.
1: If I don't I trust you, also- you
3: can stay clean. I'm not coming.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think also in this case, because I'm obviously in Sweden, the people that are the highest risk that I care about are basically my parents and they're obviously in another country. So that's why I think even when I go out, am I being extra cautious? I have hand sanitizer. I'm not wearing a mask, but not many people in Sweden are wearing masks um so yeah let's let's see let's see how it goes um but now actually on that so now where when this episode comes out we'll be beginning the month of july and july is typically a big holiday month and i can i can easily confirm that this group they used to in a normal year would be racking up their <laughs> air miles by now but now obviously 2020 is a different year so what's the what's the travel agenda for you guys are you looking to travel at all domestically internationally what's the, what's the plan?
0: Olu, what's happening?
1: I was looking at,
0: I was looking at, um, Dubai, Bali. So I was looking for some, I think, is I sent something to Pabilo. Oh, yeah. Um, I sent something to Pabilo, like a video, and I was like, yo, Bali would be dope, but I'm not gonna trap." Like, I don't see, I really want to travel somewhere or go away somewhere, but for me, my difficulty is the get into that particular country, right? It's, for me, I'm just getting conflicting conflicting messaging. Like they're saying, don't travel unless it's essential traveling, right? One week. You now could, they're
1: you saying could, on the 6th on the of July. It is, a, it is that, essential. You, you it's could essential. make Bali essential, bro.
2: Get, <laughs> get some more plants.
1: <laughs> they the got, by the way, flight, they've, got some, um, they've got some very good yoga camps in Bali because I know you're into that now, I've, the videos I've been seeing about Bali <laughs> I I'm afraid
0: I'm afraid I'm not going to come back that's the like the cost of living <laughs> like now that we've proved that we can work remote, more I might just stay there mm, like okay six months Interesting. Interesting. Year. I just want to stay there but for me I'm just not uh, the two things I'm conscious about is I don't want to follow the crowd right I think there was a lot of news from different airlines saying that they've seen a surge in people booking flights to travel i had a friend of mine she traveled to portugal last week and she said the experience was perfect like the airport wasn't packed they maintain social distancing the difficulties when you're actually getting on the plane is very difficult to maintain social distancing when you've got someone one or two seats away from you um but now i can imagine during july period where there's a surge and more people going the planes are going to gonna start to get packed in again like pabilo said I don't know what the person sitting next to me or two <clears> seats away has been doing in terms of the last month, week, in terms of social distancing. That's putting myself at risk where I'm sharing a plane with that particular person. So what I might do is get in a car and just drive somewhere, um, book an Airbnb um, somewhere in the UK. But I don't see myself traveling that far out.
1: But you can't. Just, uh, just do what we, can, do. we last did. We last just, time. Just, last right, time. Yeah,
0: we just go about
3: uh, eight seats in the airplane, and then we're good. I thought you were going to tell me to we buy the
2: plane. but it's fly first class, then it it'll be yeah. cheaper. No, but there's <laughs> a, <first> class <laughs> the it's a last time yeah, I checked.
1: Yeah. Last time I checked on Google Maps, Olu. I don't think it's possible to drive to Bali, big man. So you might as well just... You might as well well book book that that plane for yourself. I'm totally with
3: um, Oli. So um, all holiday plans, like big holiday plans for us are cancelled this year. Um, We're looking at things sort of more at the start of next year, hoping that things get better. But what we're trying to do when we get back is sort of a lot more road trips and a lot more sort of two, three nights at hotels um, you know, in mountains and places like that. So you've got to be, yeah, a lot more local trips.
1: Pete, hey, weren't we talking the other day about Miami in October? <laughs> <laughs>
2: pretty
3: sure. Pretty, it, um,
0: <laughs> pretty sure. you texted the other
1: day, the other day saying, sure. Two words: Miami, October. I think, <laughs> it, was, I think it was three this words actually. Dumb. Ferrari was the third. Wow! Right, to- By the way, Lord, if you're listening okay. to this, listen I hope
0: you're <laughs> <I don't feel laughs> not planning to rent out Ferrari.
2: Yeah, because you're not happy <laughs> with the Porsche.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. <you> know?
3: <laughs> listen, right, it, make, it makes for a great story. So it is what it is.
1: <laughs> Hi, JP, so you're saying that you basically, so you've pers- well not postponed, but basically for the rest of the year, no international trips, and you're doing domestic trips.
3: Yeah, there's only six more months to go, so I think, I think, um, I think all we all we're looking for are just we're looking for breaks and a different s- sort of scenery and an environment. Do we actually need to fly to Bali? It's nice. It's not a must-have.
0: Um, but
1: then Pete, Olu, Olu, Olu a must-have, bro, for you. Yeah, Yo, I, I think we cool. all need to.
0: We should all plan it next year, man. Next year we should plan renting our villa and all of us just go to Bali. Yo, I think that I would I be do. so. Cool. Yes, I'm, I'm down for it. Year. I'm yeah,
2: because
0: so many trips are cancelled this year. I think next year we should just plan getting a villa going there for a week, two weeks. I'm down. I'm down. good so, idea. Yeah, so we're doing it? We're doing so, it? So, I'm down. I'm up for it. That could be our yeah, I got, first... I've got, uh, got running by I'm the not shareholders. I've got running by the shareholders, but, but it's a good idea. idea. I'm going to start planning this. I'll send you I'm guys... I'm down. Some I'm down.
3: Cool. Yeah, no, Daniel's not no. committing to anything, bro. <laughs> You know me, two days before, I'm like, "Yes, yeah, it's booked. <laughs> crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Oh, saying some
1: more, some more domestic holidays.
3: A lot Sorry, more, right? yeah, a lot more. To...
1: Switzerland, Switzerland's a nice country to do domestic holidays in.
3: Road trips yeah. um, and just things of that nature. So I think, which probably mean there'll be a lot more general traffic within Europe mm. because people will sort of try... To find, um, I think, yeah, I think there's going to be some interesting opportunities within Europe to to travel, uh, maybe some nice fancy hotels open up. Um, Let's see, hopefully.
2: But are you you not concerned about the social distancing or what, say, uh, hotels may adopt in terms of rules? Because whilst things are open, there might be restrictions which may limit all your experience that you could have of, say, uh, a nice. Hotel or fancy hotel? Yeah, it's true. I,
3: I guess, but the, a, the answer to your question, the alternative is staying indoors, isn't it?
0: Exactly. There's yeah, definitely going to be some level always... of restriction, but it's better than staying at home, right? If you can travel somewhere that there's restrictions at a hotel, but you can also drive around, and somewhere like Switzerland, it's so beautiful. Remember when we yeah. went on a mountain walk and climb? Yeah, right?
2: but but I, the thing, but the, but that's the thing because. No, okay, not just P. P likes the pool. We all like the pool. We all can swim, yeah, and know you know, <laughs> know and, and obviously, Switzerland, you got this nice backdrop. But of course, mm-hmm. if you're going to say the Cambrian in Aberdean, it's gonna you're not gonna be allowed in the pool. So if the weather's nice, you want a dip in the pool, and it's really hot, that does limit your experience. So essentially, we are gonna be you're gonna be confined to the hotel or residence grounds, going for a drive, or just mm. chilling in the, in the hotel, just sitting down. Which I'm not saying yeah. is a bad but, thing, but
3: you know I you need to ex- we need to talk to experience something. I need to talk to the owner and see what he can do for us. I
1: think I think also different countries have different levels of levels of rules, right? So I don't know in Switzerland whether the swimming pools and things would be open. Or maybe there's just a limited number of people that are allowed well, in there. To Daniel's point actually,
3: uh exactly to that, actually, there's I think we're also applying UK rules across Europe. And yeah, that's probably and you, and that might not be the case because if, for example, like sure in Sweden, are uh, the hotels applying a certain social distancing? Um, I I went to
1: a I went to a spa two weeks ago. I could use the pool. I got a massage. Gyms open. Spa, right. so not not open. No, yeah. So I think that's <laughs> I, I think it's. No, no,
3: I think that's
2: that, the point. But the point to the point you're making, Sweden in this whole lockdown, were trying to, you know, preserve the economy from taking a hit,
1: mm-hmm. and
2: ultimately, whilst trying to do that, they still took a hit. So them keeping spas, restaurants, all these things, gyms open was them trying to keep the economy going. So that's why Sweden is an anomaly.
1: Hmm. But I do My hear patients, Switzerland...
0: I heard Portugal, I heard Portugal is also pretty open now as well. Yeah, Portugal, think, Spain, Portugal, France, they're
2: all opening up because this is the month, well, July is the month where typical um, well, a lot of people fly in for tourism. So hmm. they're opening up their borders. They're now saying if you're coming back to the UK, the 14-day quarantine doesn't apply.
0: But that's the problem. So they're not saying it's because of, hey, it's just disappeared or we've solved it. It's, oh, no, the economy's been impacted. Yeah. You know, tourism makes up makes us a lot of money. So come in, fly over. It's okay. You'll be safe. Like, nah, that's, that doesn't make me feel comfortable. It's
2: a recipe for disaster. Hmm.
0: What about you? What about you? Um, so, you so, are, so on that on. recipe
1: for disaster, here's the chef. <laughs> um, so basically, um, I was in two minds about what to do. Uh, I definitely want to come back to the UK at some stage to see my parents because it's been a crazy period um, of not seeing them. Um, but then I was like building on what I was saying earlier, because a lot of natural tendencies I have in terms of socializing and traveling, I don't have them as much anymore. And I actually don't like that part. So what I decided to do is I'm going to book a, I booked a trip already. Probably when this podcast is out, I will be already in a, a different country. So I'm planning to go to Croatia for a week travel around the islands. And the idea for me is just to psychologically prepare myself to get used to what traveling is like. So it's like an experiment trip for me. Um, And based on how that goes, I will come back. Um, And here in the Nordic, specifically Sweden, everyone switches off for the month of July. So people take four or five weeks holiday anyway. So I will come back. Depending on how that trip goes, I will book another trip to wherever I can go just for another week to, to see how it is. And then in the second half of July, first week of August, go back home for um, at least two weeks because potentially I'll have to self-quarantine for 14 days. Um, so, so that's my plan.
0: So, Shaw, sure, well, during that trip, right, the one to Croatia, <laughs> what what is your plans in terms of reducing the risk? So I'm you're sure not, that you gonna you're, get not gonna, you're not just going to fly like you normally do, right? No, nah, for gonna, sure,
1: get for get sure, sure not, for sure what not. So, I've got, so I've, I've got masks. That in that U- itself is quite U- a big U- problem. U- or- no, 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 no. Just, no, just like, no if I have LB. it, I can show it. It's LB. very, very, um, very basic masks. So I have masks. I've stocked up on antibacterial stuff. Um, In all the hotels, that I've actually, I've only booked one, no, two nights of the hotels. The rest I'll figure out when I'm there. Um, I basically, all of them come with like COVID extra precautions. They're saying that they're enforcing all the rules some, in some way. But apart from that, I don't know what else I can do, Olu. What more can I really do?
0: First, I'll start with a prayer. Oh, yeah.
3: (laughs) It's the way way, he unmuted himself. He went like this. (laughs)
1: First, I'll start with a prayer. But that's a given. You know, that's a daily (laughs) process. Whether I'm I'm, I'm in in Croatia or where, wherever. No, so there's a really good
0: um, video on BBC News, which was like, as um, guidelines of what you should do while traveling. So... Now you you gotta get to the airport earlier. So before I can speak for myself, I would get ruck up to the airport maybe 20 minutes, 30 minutes before my yeah. the check-in is closed. So give yourself more time because in case it's going to be packed, you have the social distance in line. Mm-hmm. Um, try and make sure that you've got all your board boarding pass and everything on your phone. So touch less surfaces, just use your phone as much as possible to scan stuff. Um, hand sanitizer, gloves if needed, um, some Bacterial wipes so when you sit down on your chair if you can wipe it prior to doing that try to touch as little surfaces as possible obviously you mentioned having a mask wearing a mask on the plane etc um those are the key things that the video said um so i think that's the the big things i would say you should probably follow
1: uh big man you sure you sure bali's not part of the plan or <laughs> you can see I was doing bare research, <laughs> and I said uh, after, this,
0: after I saw this research, I was like, oh, they interviewed someone, and they, like the person they interviewed was someone that was part of like Ryanair. Like I was like, obviously this person's gonna tell you that it's okay to fly. It's not from some yeah. scientist or whatever. They're but I
3: think I think potentially the bigger question is wherever you decide to travel to, is the healthcare system in that country good enough that if you was to contract it, you could yeah. be treated oh. well, or take a step Did back. I mean,
2: does, or take a step back. Does your insurance cover you?
1: Yeah, so this, this place, is... So insurance I, coffee. this <laughs> yeah, is coffee. Yeah. This, 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 this I checked. they so actually being... Imagine
3: based I Imagine. There's a, lot of, no. there's a <laughs> lot of guys that don't have... They don't have insurance, man. <laughs> yeah, got mobile phone insurance, but not health insurance.
1: <laughs> oh. <laughs>
3: oh man i think i think um i think people need to start looking <laughs> I,
1: don't, I, don't, I, don't.
3: I think i think um word of advice for some of our listeners if you haven't if you don't have um i'd say life insurance a life insurance policy something that pays out on your death it's definitely a good time to consider signing up to um something of that nature
0: So she was about to travel, and you're telling him to get life insurance. Yeah, so
1: so with this, I actually checked. So being a a Swedish working resident, um, I qualify for a European health insurance. I have a card, and this basically covers me. Also, on top of that, a little side plug, um, American Express Platinum card. You get some travel insurance into that as well, and there's a health element to it. So got two basically... I bet, you I, bet you, I, bet you, I bet you any money sure, if, you read, if you read the
3: terms of the teaser, teaser seizure, and it will say you needed to have the card before COVID, not during COVID
1: oh, to be oh, a part you of on behalf of Take 5 podcast I'm going to do this experiment and market research and I'll give you a debrief when we record the next episode but but... Are,
0: the quick question you need to make sure is with the both cards that you've mentioned and the reason why I'm talking, asking this question is because I know I didn't do it because I had a European one do you know with that European card how to actually use it? Yeah,
1: like, there's, a phone, you- there's a there's a there's, there's phone a number phone number on the back. There's a Phone number on the <laughs> okay. back. Yeah.
0: Okay, just making sure. I've got bases
1: covered, boys. I've got bases covered. Sure. All right. Sure. So,
3: so we've 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 discussed the personal changes, travel changes. Uh, let's jump into the professional changes.
2: Hey, no one asked me about personal travel.
1: I uh, actually, yeah. Do you know, I was, I've got a segue for this? So, Daniel. Because like we know, Daniel's Mr. Travel, right? Like whenever I've seen it on your Instagrams recently, Daniel, whenever it's a a throwback, it's you in a different country every time. So Bro, what? He's, what's... He's,
3: he's, he's dropped that brand, he's picked up at home with DJ. <laughs> yeah,
1: no, but he's he's, there's, there's, always an to it. there's always an element. to it. So what's, allow uh, what's
2: me the... to introduce myself? <laughs> so, <laughs> so, what's the,
1: so what's the what's the travel agenda for cur- curated by DJ? Well, you know, I'm actually very annoyed cancels. with
2: this whole COVID stuff because I had some, I had some big boy, I, had, I had, some stuff lined up.
1: <laughs>
3: I had
2: some technology purchase that helped me. Oh no, no, I'm annoyed. But anyway, that aside, <laughs> no, no, I was no. Anyway, um, we have we have um Turkey booked for September, but it's funny because it's still going ahead. I haven't booked any hotels because I hadn't booked any hotels when I booked it. But
3: I do don't you, know if do- we'll
2: go. Did you book you
1: meant, that I you were gonna trip? Gonna I was going to say. <laughs> nah, he's into it. Sir. He's into it. <laughs> um, Daniel, Daniel, I was going to say, did you? How long? How long? His face is frozen perfectly as so. well. Um, Daniel, how long? How long ago did you book this trip?
2: I booked Turkey. I Think in November or December. Ah,
1: long,
2: long time ago. It was, it, was, it, was, it was two pounds.
1: Where where about Where about Oh wow, two pounds. Boy.
2: But no, it's okay. Um to some context, it was using Avios. So yeah, they were um so frequent flyer miles and I I used I used my Avios to pay one pound return for each for each flight. But the thing is, I would like to go. I just want to see close to the time what the stance will be. You know, I don't think Turkey's pit too been hit too badly.
3: Hmm.
2: It just depends on the circumstances close to the time because I doubt that BA are gonna cancel the flights now that things are reopening. Um but then again if they would offer me a full refund of two pounds, but more importantly a full refund of the Avios points, I'll probably just rebook just so that I can really enjoy it
1: okay. and not put ourselves at risk. But, but I mean um, are they are they flying at the moment now to so B-
2: BA have um they sent an email saying they've they're um starting flights again same as um Emirates they're flying from from the seventh I think or sixth of July to back to Dubai. Mm-hmm. So it'll be in well. I, I see it as the flights will be going ahead. It's just okay. more of a case on a personal decision. The question is will Daniel be on that
0: flight. The flight will be going, yeah. but will Daniel be on that flight? Yeah, that's
2: that's, that's that's the key question because I've still got I've taken I've still left my time off um for work and actually if if possible if we do decide to go, we may just extend the trip because the whole time was um based on other trips this year. But given that I haven't taken any annual leave for holidays mm. this year. It could just be. It could end up being a weekend in Istanbul if we do decide to go ahead.
0: And, and what's going to make you change? What's yeah. going to make you? What's your yes or no?
2: Decision? It depends if there's a second spike, second wave.
0: Yeah.
2: Um. And just yeah, I I I think more of September is a good time to to see whether there'll be a second wave by then. And if mm. there's not, and we feel comfortable going, I yeah. think we should go. Cool. What's
1: what's Melissa's yeah. take on it?
2: Yeah, she's the same, really. We discussed it briefly. I think two days ago, um, and we just kind of just brought it up in term- in conversation because we both still got the annual leave booked in. Mm. But if not, it'll be more like what P said, and hopefully the UK stance in terms of restrictions in hotels and traveling around the UK. You know, there are many places, many nice places um, to to visit and explore that can be done. Or and alternatively, you could just do a road trip to a European city, driving.
1: Mm. I had some friends, actually, that drove from London to Amsterdam and back, and it seemed to look all right. The roads were pretty empty as well. Um, But while we're on the topic of travel, before we jump over to personal, on episode 13 of Take Flight Podcast, we did an episode called How to Travel Across the World for Less Than 300 Pounds and Travelling Tips. In that episode, you'll find lots of gems when it comes to traveling. And uh, Daniel shares a lot about his experience and collectively as a group, he gives some tips. So episode 13, how to travel across the world for less than £300 and traveling tips.
0: So last guy. but not
1: least, professional. Pete, you, started, you wanted to talk about that topic first. So what's your, what's your take? You're traveling back, right? And you've really just now started to get used to the working life. Yeah, so the, so the take is this. I think moving I think uh, forward now, uh,
3: working from home is the norm and going into the office is the exception i think that's basically the way to um you know you have to ask yourself i i think that's one of the things i also i thank covid for because it has basically shone light on a very outdated system um you can be productive whilst being at home while still spending time with family and 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 having a level of flexibility um the idea of working between the hours of 9 to 5 doesn't doesn't work for everyone right and it doesn't necessarily mean that you're getting to get uh, less value from that individual, so um, yeah, working from home is now uh, the norm. Um, I think what you're going to see is a lot of people now investing, if they haven't done it already, investing a lot more in office equipment, and um, potentially even moving to a new place where there's an actual office, um, a separate office, um, and then and then going into going into the office, into the workplace, when they're needed and when they can actually have impact. But apart from that, um, I
1: think we've, yeah, we've got a reason for life as to
3: why we can actually
1: work from home. Have you, have you already had that conversation, P, with your, with your manager about this new working style? Um, no, I haven't. But you know, it's interesting oh. because I, it's almost like a given. Um, okay. I think at some point I
3: will. We're having a transition now, um, but at some point, I think what may happen is something along the lines of we could say, "Look, I want to move to a model whereby three days at home, two days in the office." Mm. Let's say, let's say two years from now, I mm. think we could start to see a lot more of that. Um, but the idea was of five days in the office and nine to five, I think it's gone.
0: I feel like we need to and come back to P next year when he's going back to the office five days a week and <laughs> <the> <laughs> <night>. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fine. That's well, I, mean,
1: fine. I, can, I, can, I can only, I can only vouch for um, our company because obviously we work, well, our main day job is in the same organization. And you can see already in the messaging from senior leaders that this default working style has been completely flipped upside down. And some people like, and want to go back to the office, which is completely fine. Others actually yeah. prefer the approach that Pavila just just mentioned. So I think now they're trying to have a have a, a situation where it's just open and flexible to whoever the individual and their pre, their preference. Um, but by the way, I don't speak on behalf of the company. This is all just my personal views <laughs> <laughs> based on publicly communicated information. Just to clarify, clarify, uh, clarify that. Um, how about how about for you guys?
0: So I agree with what Pabilo said, but I've actually had that conversation with mm. managers. So. Is, that
1: what, is that why you look so relaxed?
3: All oh, he's trying to say, all he's <laughs> trying to say is yeah, that my plan of not going into the office is going to backfire and I'm going to have to go in.
0: What did you say last on the podcast? About <laughs> do, do, do the
3: thing is, you know, just, just quickly, I'll just finish. Um, I'm at, we've actually like at one point we were thinking about going back at the start of July. The reason why it's August is because I've spoken to a number of colleagues and they were like, look, we're not going to. One guy's leaving now from Basel to go to Austria to spend to work there instead. And he's closer yeah. to family. So, um,
0: yeah, what like the, the just did exactly colleagues, yeah, colleagues
1: are not thinking of going yeah. back. P, yeah. is there a is potential relocation still potentially on the cards or not? What do you mean? That What the conversation we had the other day. About yeah, moving to a uh, no, country. yeah, it's, it's
0: there, it's there, it's there, it's All right, there.
1: Cool.
0: All right, cool. <laughs> um, yeah. So for me, oh, I yeah. Agree how was
1: the, yeah. How was the convo with your manager?
0: Manager was completely aligned. So I okay. I work in finance, and we've proven now that you can close your ledgers, you can manage your ledgers remotely. So there's no need for you to physically be in the office, apart from the collaboration element, um, knowing what other teams are doing, right? Yeah. Uh, um. So. I've spoken to my manager. We've had conversations about there's probably going to be a model where teams will rotate when they're in the office. So Mm -hmm. one team might be there once a week or once every two weeks. You need to have some sort of touch point where people feel like a bigger, part of a bigger team, part of a Mm -hmm. bigger organization, right? Um, Also, I've spoken to some of the senior leaderships and other companies where they've talked about how can they leverage this to reduce their um leases. So leases mm. on the offices office space that we have. Right. So traditionally whenever there's a recession, the first thing people do is reduce headcount. Right. Mm. This is giving people the opportunity to be more creative and say, instead of us reducing headcount, how do we look at which leases are about to be over? Instead of us renewing it, we can move to a smaller office and have more of a rotational um, employee staff coming in and out of office mm-hmm. and people can work from home if they if they're able to right because there's elements of it that some people just don't live in big enough houses to have somewhere to work they don't feel comfortable working at home so you need to also ensure that you create a space for them but I think the way of working is going to completely change um, that is like he said obviously there's tragedy with the COVID and the amount of people that died and everything that's happened Right. But the one positive that we can take from it is it's forced people to evolve in terms Mm -hmm. of remote working. So I see this happening. I don't see myself going back into the office this year. Uh, At least this year, I don't see myself going back to the office.
1: And and did you have an agreement? Because you mentioned that you and your manager are aligned. Did you have a discussion where eventually when you were to go back to the office, I, I My preference at this time is two, three days from home, two days in the office, or well, it hasn't got to that stage yet.
0: It hasn't got to that stage. So the, our CFO okay. sent out an email to everyone in finance and said, look, yeah, there's no need for you to be in the office on to after summer, minimum, and we'll reassess mm-hmm. after summer. Um, and then I know from certain conversations that they're just looking at what makes sense, yeah. but I don't feel like it's going to be a problem. As long as you get your work done, Right. It cool. uh, it's, gonna, it's It shouldn't. There's no, there's no justification for. You can't tell me I've survived four months, five months, six months, seven months and had a high quality of work. And now that I tell you, hey, I only want to be in the office once a week, you're going to mm. tell me no. It doesn't make sense unless you have a valid reason. Just, re-
3: just really quick, I was having this conversation with Lauren, just to plug in with regards to work. What this has done also, it's allowed us to tap into the discussion around manage your energy, not your time. When we've worked from home, I think people are working more on when they know they have their best energy um source versus having to work because I'm sitting at this desk and my manager's over my manager can see me from his side of the room. And if I don't look like I'm busy, I'm not gonna get work done. Right. The reality of it is that you're not always going to be productive from nine till five. There's some power hours and there's some hours where actually you're better off just actually not working, not looking in front of a laptop and doing something else. So this is why I, I think it's I think. I, th- I can expect a lot more thought leaders in this, in, in sort of the professional space, to speak a lot more on why this is beneficial for people and also to focus on managing your energy versus your time.
0: Actually, mm-hmm. just I think, I think, yeah, go ahead. So, like P, you mentioned perfect. Like thought leaders have to consider new ways of managing people, right? You figure out when your energy when is the right time to work. I think now when people do job specs or give people roles, you now need to evaluate what makes sense right because you if you give someone a role that they can do in an hour right as a business you're it's not it's not it's not um it's not realistic to believe that you can live on that model where someone you you're paying someone a full-time employee but they're only really doing an hour two hours of work and then they're just chilling whatever so it's now you've got to truly review your roles and understand okay what makes sense in terms of hours that I know this is the amount if the person's more productive than x person that's fine but i think that's what we're going to see change is how do you define the roles for an individual working remotely versus the traditional way where you feel like this is your role but you know the person's doing nine to five so you don't really review that and assess are they being productive not productive is that too much work not too little work i think that's going to be the real change to see how do you truly assess that because in the uk they obviously can't record your screen or they can't record how long you spend on your computer working. Right. Yeah, but that's um, so it's like, how do you, because I understand you're thinking about it as an employee. Yeah. But think about it as a business owner. Would you want to be paying someone full-time salary when they are only truly spending an hour work a week?
3: Yeah, but no, that's but the I think problem. It, we need yeah, to, that, it and, did, and that's, yeah. it, I mean, this is perhaps for a separate episode. It's, it's as a as a as a as a manager that oversees a number of people, what are you assessing? Yeah. You're assessing that you should be assessing the output and mm-hmm. the quality of the output, not how long. If because for example, if you all who take your work and you give half of it off to a virtual assistant and you do yeah. things and then you provide me, I, I should be looking at the output, not necessarily on what it took you to 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 get to that point, unless I wanted to get some best practices. Mm-hmm. But this is where I think this is going to turn. For the better, because too many managers are focused on. I need you APIs. to be at your desk. I need you to be sitting there, and I need you to be there from nine to five, and I need you to look productive. It's it's no. I agree with you. It's perception,
2: perception. just
0: outdated. The output sooner or later you got to value. You got to ask yourself now how much output because right now the output could be this small, right? What you're doing in a, in a day or in a, an hour. Then you as a manager or you as a business owner. I'm just thinking that if I own a business, right. I would now say, okay, maybe I evaluated that output as too small. And I know that that person's got more capacity or really I should be paying this well, much, much for the bigger circle. circle. Yeah, that's a different discussion, but yeah.
1: I think just just building on this, there was a, there was a really good podcast recently. It was by a guy called Sam Harris. Um, and basically he has conversations with different people. And he had a conversation specifically with a guy called, Matt Mullenweg who's basically founded tech companies etc and his company is fully they have no they have very minimal fixed office locations and everything else is remote work so his company's been doing it for years and he's got a lot of success from it and what his research has shown is that actually people who work remotely are more productive than people working in the office at least in his smaller studies and the reason why is if you're in the office even if you're not actually doing much work, you can be in a few meetings, you can sound like, ask the right questions, sound and look like you're doing stuff, but actually in the background, you may not be doing that much at all and you can coast maybe one, two, three months and cover and make it look like you're doing something. Whereas if you're working remotely, because a lot of that is taken away, you're, it's a it's a lot more easier to judge it by output and what's been done. So True. if you're basically working and say, if no one's heard from you for three, four days, um, and no one's seen anything even over a few weeks, then I think it's it's easier to see who's doing more and who's not. Yeah. Um, and this is something that in his studies, one of the reasons why he's transitioned into this full remote working model with this company is with having engineers based all around the world, and um, because they've gone into the more output-driven discussion. And he's even said himself, yeah. building on Oli's point. This output measurement, it's not even perfect for him, but it's something that they're continuously looking at. And he doesn't have the right answer, but it's something that continues to to uh, evolve. I think whoever figures that solution out or figures out a
0: model for that,
1: yeah
0: <laughs> yo, if you could come up with some algorithm to say this is how much output you should expect per employee and you can have some numbers behind that, yeah. companies will snap that up like crazy.
1: Yeah, let's see. Daniel, oh, Daniel, Daniel. So, Mister, three hours less commute every day. Yeah. What's uh, what's what's it looking like over the next month for the rest so, of the how year? i spending that three hours working. Uh, so,
2: so, anyway, <laughs> follow aside. Um, <laughs> in terms of the next couple of months, I think the the company I work for was based and founded on collaboration. So,
1: mm.
2: there's an undertone in the messages that I take away that although you know we've been very productive the last couple of months working from home globally we all will be returning to the office at some point you know globally everyone's been working from home and they're reviewing it on a case-by-case basis for office and locations based on government guidelines and um what the health um what what guidance has been from the health um offices but i see is us not returning anytime before september okay would i like to continue this flexible working most certainly most definitely I feel as though the last few months has shown many companies that this is something that can be taken forward, that going back to normal is not going to happen. This is the new normal. We'll have to adapt to this new change. And this is the new normal. And I think longer term, as Oli was saying about leases and people and companies thinking about how they can reduce the office space and maybe do hot desking could be something seen for the future.
1: Mm.
2: Whilst I would like to continue this flexible working, you know, with, amount of time I've saved in commute and money as well, it would be quite disheartening to go back to five days a week, if I'm honest, yeah. in the office. Because what this has shown me is that I've allowed myself to be have my own spurts of productivity. Yes. So knowing how I work, <clears throat> knowing what I want to achieve in my goals, not being easily distracted by meetings that may not be so important. And that's allowed me to be more productive. You know, I have weekly catch ups with my manager, and sometimes I'm actually quite impressed by the amount of work I've done because, <laughs> no, because, no, the, the honesty, the, the honest thing is, because I'm not, you know, being trying to be perceived as working for a full day, and sometimes yeah. you're just not really productive, your brain switches off. Yeah. But because I've taken time, refreshed my, my brain, take gone for, you know, gone for a quick walk around the house and come back, it's allowed me to get a lot more done. Yeah. And I say that. I would like that to continue. I don't know if it will, but it'll be something that I hope that management has seen myself, even if it's not coming from the top, that you know, my immediate managers may allow some sort of flexible working. And anyway, when we do return, it will probably be like a blue, red or A and B team. So a few people in for one week, next week off until things do return back to normal. But from the conversations we've had, I think we will also be allowed flexibility in the short term to say whether we feel comfortable coming into the office or not based on our commutes who we're around you know for caring for people in contact with elderly people so there will be a degree of flexibility to begin with when we do return to the office
1: oh man i mean september's how long we've still got a few months until Sorry, did i say
2: september yeah, September. i think i said yeah i think it's september or november yeah. i forgot which one
1: i mean to be honest seeing how you've enjoyed and appreciated the last extra three hours per day over the last few months i think. It would be a shame if that can't continue in some, some capacity. I think um, people
0: will leave jobs. If, if, yeah, I think if, so too.
1: If certain companies
0: mandate that people have to come in nine to five um, for five um, five days a week, I could see companies losing great talent because another company will say, you know what? We can be more flexible with that. We've proven that it still works. Mm. So I think companies need to really listen to their employees and gauge what that future is going to look like because...
3: yeah. I don't think in the current climate, I don't, in this current climate, I don't think there'll be much uh, shifting from one competitor to another because I think what's happening is, is unemployment across the large developed countries at all time high. But I see, I see your point. I think people will be looking for companies that can offer that. Whether mm-hmm. they can actually see it through and make it happen will be interesting yeah. because it will, it will also us mean us. in that yeah. company, those people that they are not going to want to leave. So then is there enough space for others potentially to come in because they know how good they've got it. Right. So, yeah. um, but I think we should definitely make an episode on this, on how we see the changes from a professional standpoint yeah. and business. Um do so you wrapping, do one, one, yeah, lesson? wrapping,
1: yeah, wrapping up, guys. What's the what's the one um, one lesson that we're going to take away from this lockdown period? Now that it's coming to a relative close for most of us. Go on, Daniel. Bro. Go on. Go on. <laughs> no, no,
2: no, no. Oh, I'm just trying to think of something. Oh, oh, oh.
1: I think uh, my biggest takeaway is Oli's go. going to Bali, like without a doubt. <laughs> so this is Bali, yeah.
2: Like, Actually, I've got I've got I've got mine. I would say it's being nimble, being agile, mm-hmm. because even mm-hmm. the circumstances in this situation has taught us that things can happen on a grand scale that are beyond our control. And it's not necessarily what we see, but it's how we see things. So many people seeing this as a very negative experience, although it's been challenging for some for a number of reasons. It could be, you know, unfortunate passing away of family members. It could be that they're alone in their apartments and not being able to see people, but there have been many positives or I've tried to look at the positives rather than dwell on what's not going well for me or what I've missed out or what this has impacted. Yes, there have been impacts, but there have been many positives. So even in life, the only constant in life is change. Hmm. So that's what I would say is being nimble and adaptable.
1: Dope. Olu, how do you follow that big man? Um,
0: Mine would be gratitude um i think Mm -hmm. yeah we've definitely gone through a pandemic but this could be so much worse i think this is the best time to ever go through a pandemic with just the technology that we have to video call family members still be able to connect there's so many apps that's allowed us to connect socialize with our friends um so i think for me the biggest thing would be gratitude um it could be a lot worse i think we've all being able to keep our jobs during this period of time, we're stable in terms of we're not struggling at this particular moment. Um, For some people that might have lost their jobs, the government are trying to do a lot to help, right? Mm -hmm. So we've got to look at this as, no one could have predicted this pandemic, right? Um, So we've got to be grateful at the time that we're in, because 100, 200 years ago, if we were going through this, it could be a lot worse, right?
1: I think mean, even 10 years ago, if you went through something like this with all the technology. Yeah, the um, technology changes. I
0: think FaceTime was out 10 years ago, no? I
2: don't know. Well, Apple, the iPhone came <laughs> out 2008.
0: Okay. Well, Skype so,
2: was, so yeah, so, yeah, was out. Yeah,
3: Skype so, was Yeah, so I was actually, I was reflecting, I kind of put the two together because I actually wanted to, not that I want to go into the topic now, But I put the two together and said, what have, what's been the key reflection from this lockdown period? Plus, if you also add what's been happening around fighting for equality and also um, uh, the protesting. And I I came to the conclusion, I was like, I I, I said to myself, we, one of the lessons is that we are spending, I put us all in the same bracket, 90% of our time on things that don't matter. If you think about how many people sort of take a lot of time out to focus on their appearance, trying to impress other people, um, forgetting the things that are sort of focusing, rather than focusing on perhaps their personal finance and things that can actually help them and get them through situations like this. So I I came out, I'm, I'm for me, one of the key lessons is focus on the hard things. Um, we need to do the hard things well because the easy things are worthless in the long run. And what we've seen is that when push comes to shove, when push comes to shove and we're, we're, we're challenged as a race, we're challenged as humanity, what are the things that actually count, right? And how many things that you consider to be important before this period are actually now irrelevant, right? So, um, you know, all the discussion around drip and kick and, and all that, it's, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't carry any weight, mm. right? So um, uh, that's kind of, it might be a bit extreme, my view to some point, but I think, I think honestly, I think we need to spend more time on education, right teaching ourselves so we can actually then teach others health um and then how do we basically make sure that our money's wrapped between ourselves and our families because that's that's ultimately what is going to count and matter mm-hmm. in the long run
1: man what's what's left for me so... <laughs> focus, this, on, but... focus on what matters man
3: because yeah
1: i think i think probably the only thing that i could add to those for me personally is um like beyond the health, the, the education, the focusing on what's important, family, et cetera. Probably for me, I'm coming out of this period even more appreciative of my day job that I had. Um, I think before, not that I didn't appreciate it, but I think I took it for granted how good we have it. Um, I think in this case, especially with the, with the team that I'm in, the flexibility that I have, um, the support that they've given me, I can't like I have to appreciate that. And being in an industry specifically where through this COVID situation we haven't been impacted as much um, has made me like really appreciative of that. And also the leadership within the organization, basically putting us in a position where we could uh, could be okay. So for now, <laughs> for now. So uh, guys,
3: let's just say. Let's just say-
1: I think you already yeah. saying too much, big man. Um, episode... <laughs> so yeah. I'm so sitting funny. on the tables. You I, so funny,
0: yeah. Both of you work for the same company, yeah, but it's like two two, two
2: size. A person.
3: no, no no no, 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 no. I, no, I totally now, no, no, the no, no, no.
1: Foundations are
3: no, same. no, no. no I, I, no. So I don't want, I don't want to give the wrong impression. I totally agree with what Shua was saying because given how many people have been furloughed and 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 actually let go, and how many people have applied for unemployment, um, it does make you value. um your 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 jobs a lot more than you did maybe before um and then um but yeah but i say like i said i think i think um we're not out of it yet i think companies are still making decisions on how they want to basically structure workforce so hold on tight to your seats and make sure you keep focusing on your protection my my stance my
2: stance still my stance still is that this is not going to have the ramifications won't be visible till next year end of year minimum next year from a professional setting, what do you mean yeah from a professional setting in terms of what the books are looking like and what things make longer term strategy right now it's all about you know mitigating it and just, yeah. damaging limitations for the short term, but then yeah, the yeah, conversation be yeah. had about longer term, and that's where we'll start to see the effects on the economy, workplace and jobs et cetera and that's another that's another conversation so that's episode 57 in the bag. We hope you've all enjoyed it uh, for those who stayed on till. This this moment anyway. Um, but we hope you stay well. If you have any feedback for us, you can find us on Instagram at take flight podcast. You can find you can email us at at takeflightpodcast at gmail.com. But that's all for now. See you in two weeks' time. Stay well, God bless.
1: By the way, one bonus, bonus, bonus news. Interviews coming soon.
2: Stay tuned. Take off,
1: take flight with you
2: we never fly away